It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. First Sport Network. That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers broadcast this evening. Here broadcasting on Apple Podcast Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, and all other podcasts where you can listen to your radio podcast. Me and my boy Tate sitting here with that Rather Cavaliers want to discuss a big win tonight for Cleveland, 118-94 at home against the Orlando Magic with none of our starters playing in the basketball game. Man, what an impressive win for the Cleveland Cavaliers and the bench mob that came through tonight for Cleveland. Tate, man, talk to me and tell me what time is it for the bench mob for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Man, well, let me allow me to say I didn't get to see the game tonight. So, you know, I was following it on my on my tablet. Um, completely shocked mm. Cavaliers pulled this game out. I was expecting a big old L. But they came out, man. They played with fire and passion. I mean, these bench guys, man, the starting lineup was Lamar Stevenson, Dean Wade, Chetty, Rubio, and Lopez. I mean, they they all have a all have a veteran presence about them. Mm-hmm. So I can understand it, but man, to they took they kind of took control of the game in, in the in the second quarter. They was 
They was down 42-33 after one. Correct. Then they outscored the Magic. Uh, what is that? 62-31 to 31 in the second and third quarter? Yep, almost they a 30-point swing. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm actually proud of the guys, man. They came to play. Uh, maybe they can do the same thing as against Charlotte because Charlotte is, I believe, is tanking as much as tanking is, is, is allowed nowadays. Um, yep. They play Charlotte Sunday to close out. Love to see them get 52 wins, but I was surprised about tonight. So, proud of them. They look good. I think we got some good good bench pieces. Isaiah Mobley got the, uh, the junkyard dog chain at the end of the game. Yes, he did. He had a he had a great game off the bench, and so did uh Danny Green, true veteran. Mobley had no, yeah, Isaiah Mobley had 18 points, four boards, and two blocks and three steals. Yeah, most probably most productive program we've seen all so far out of Isaiah Mobley. And was, and was two for three for three point range. Yes. So I agree with you. So that's that's my take on tonight's game, man. They 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 played they played a great game. Um. Yeah, it looks like was Orlando resting people. Your your boy. Four of their five starters did not play tonight for the Orlando Magic. Oh, so they played their bench too. That explains. I didn't. I don't know that I knew all that. Yeah. So uh. So Paulo pa- Paulo didn't play. No, Pablo Bancaro did not play. Okay. Coach's decision. Rest. Why are you resting? Why you not going to playoffs? Nah, coach's decision rest. That's that's what it was keyed in. Coach's decision and rest. So Pablo Vancaro did not play. He was not injured. He did not play. It was a coach's decision. So uh, so with the Cavs, you know, playing the game that they played this evening, you know, what I was really impressed with with the, what I was able to see and follow is that the tempo of the game after about the middle of the first quarter sped up tremendously. And I think those young legs, I mean, there was some veterans that was playing, but there was a lot of young legs out there. And when I'm telling you Cleveland in the second and third quarter ran up and down the basketball floor, it was very impressive. It was it was a different pace to see the young guys get out and just run and run and run. And then when they had a veteran like Danny Green sitting off in the corner and shooting threes, I think it was five of nine tonight from three-point range. It was just unbelievable to say, hey, can the Cavs actually play with this type pace? Now, of course, when we get into the playoffs, you're going to see lockdown defense. You're going to see them take away plays. But I think Cleveland is at their best when they're running the floor versus being stagnant and trying to play slow motion basketball. Tate, what do you say about that, man? Is Cleveland better when they're running or when they play slow motion basketball? I think it's it's a matter of opportunity. If their defense can create turnovers, they can get – Rebounds, outlet passes, then run. But you don't just have to run for the sake of running because they have they have two two great ISO players in Mitchell and Garland. And they have two guys that can float the lane and get their own shot in the paint in Mobley and Allen and both be in the dunker spot on each side of the floor. So I mean I like their set of offensive is executed correctly. I'm looking at the at the at the box score stuff for tonight, you know. Every calf played almost 20 minutes. Robin Lopez played, played 19 minutes. Every other calf, I believe it's five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten of them all played at least 20 minutes. Yeah, so Lamar Stevens played the most minutes with 31. You're correct. Correct. So, yeah, so no, I mean, 
but that that leash is going to be shortened in the playoffs. Every, a lot of people play tonight, won't be playing next week in the playoffs. Yeah, I think we're going to definitely go down to eight or nine players with eight or nine man rotation. But the emergence of, or not emergence, but the re readmission of Danny Green coming off the bench, and you, he definitely can tell he's got a stroke back. Will he'll push for minutes with other players for, for the Cavaliers because we're going to need this three ball, especially in the corners when we're going to play ISO basketball, draw two and kick and kick it to Danny Green. So definitely we're going to need him to step up and shoot, you know, in the playoffs. But this leads us into the conversation or topic that we wanted to talk about tonight. We wanted to give a quick recap of the Cavs game. But what we wanted to talk about is moving forward with the Cavaliers and do we like the style of what's actually occurring with the Cavaliers bench? Do we have a bench that we can develop to put us in playoff, not just playoff contention or playoff shows, but actually playoffs where we get in and win one, two, possibly three series and contend for a championship. So, Tate, when we start talking about the bench mob for the Cleveland Cavaliers, what do you like to see now or what would you like to add to improve the bench mob moving forward with the Cavs basketball? Uh, I think next year you just need to add more shooting off the bench. I mean, we, we know we got – I like Lamar Stevenson. I like Dean Wade. I like Chetty. Mm-hmm. I like Rubio. I don't think Lopez will be back next year. I think they're going to bring that big man from Senegal they drafted last year. I forgot his name. Mm. Big seven-footer to come in. Him and Mobley going to be the backups to Allen and, and Mobley. Mm. Um, uh, I think Neto will be going. They'll bring up the the point guard they got in the in the in in, in the in the G League. Mm. If you give me, I'll tell you his name in a second. Right. Um, Karis Levert going to be this. Yeah, they got a strong bench. They just need to add maybe a little more defense and some and some youth. Yeah. Well, what do you think about them? Well, I think definitely that we're we're moving towards a youth movement. And you know, with me being a newer Cleveland Cavaliers fan, I'm going back and looking at comparisons with rosters. Now, there, of course, this will be the first playoff appearance for the Cleveland Cavaliers outside of LeBron James. So I have to look outside of that spectrum of LeBron and look at competitive Cavs teams that went forward. The one curse of the Cavs team back in the 80s and 90s was that our bench was really only about seven guys. I mean, we went five with two. The two guys off the bench was Hot Rod Williams and Craig Elo. There wasn't really a lot of bench. And then when it came playoff time, that's what consistently hurt us. That we didn't have enough players to stretch it out and compete in longer series. So I think I like the ideology of the new regime of the Cavaliers spreading it out and actually getting players that can be with us for the long haul, three, four, five, six years. So I like the youth movement. I, it, it hurt tremendously when we cut Kevin Love, but I understand it now more and more as I look at it because I was like, Kevin was not the same player that he was. He was a great player for us. I always give homage to Cleveland, but but he was not the same player that he was. And giving these young guys an opportunity to pick it up and learn how to play competitive NBA basketball, I think will benefit us in the long haul. That's just my spin or my take on the tape. Yeah, the, the 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 player I was talking about for the Cleveland Chargers' name is Sharif Cooper. Yeah, Sharif Cooper. Yes, sir. Yep, got it. I think I think he'll. I don't think Neto will be back. I don't think Lopez will be back. I don't think Sam Merritt will be back. So in place of those guys, you're gonna have Sharif Cooper. You have the kid from Senegal, hmm. and they probably need to pick up another three and D guy. Danny Green, blitz signed a two-year contract, so 
he'll be back. But they just they just save him as a playoff piece, so he won't get a lot of clock during the regular season. Correct, correct, correct. He's going to be a veteran, come in as needed, and be ready for the playoffs. Yeah, correct. So, yeah, I like what they're doing, but I mean, at the end of the day, defense is the calling card for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes. If they're going to win games, it's going to be because of their defense. Right. But off offense leads the defense for Cleveland, for sure. You know, and so that's why I said when they're playing scrappy, competitive defense, that leads to fast break points, runouts, well, guys you, fade, you, fade to the corner, you know. You meant to say you meant to say you meant to say defense leads the offense. You said yeah, offense defense. Leads defense. Yeah, defense leads the offense. Definitely. Right. You know, that's that dyslexic moment that kicked in. Right, true. But but by doing that, I think that Cleveland definitely plays better basketball. I just like the up tempo pace that I saw tonight in the game. It was not slow at all. You know, so so when Cleveland when Cleveland's locking down on defense, which nowadays in the NBA, nobody's really locking anybody down. You know, let's let's be truth and tell truth like it is. You're not going to see um, 98 to 96 games unless it's scrappy and grimy and nobody can hit a shot. So most games are going to end up in a 100-pace game. But this evening, they played competitive basketball on the defensive end and kept Orlando off the boards and was able to turn their defensive rebounds and the runouts. And a lot of those runouts, you had guys fading to the corners, fading to the court, to the elbows, and pulling shooting threes, man. So Or it was getting a nice dunk or nice layup. So transition basketball for the Cavs tonight was definitely at the top of the parameter, you know? Cavs, Cavs won the rebounding battle 42 to 39. They had 13 steals. Yeah, definitely. 31 assists. They were sharing the ball. Yep, definitely. That's why you saw you saw this evening five guys in double figures, almost two guys scoring in the 20s, you know? So the ball was swinging. It was hot potato out there. Tonight for the Cleveland Cavs. 50 from the field, 52 from the field, 47 from three, 18 for 38. And had shot 89% from the free throw line, 8 and 9. And only had 16 turnovers in Orlando's 21. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Even though, like I said, bench mob versus bench mob, I like what I saw this evening out of the Cavs bench. You know, exciting basketball late in the season. And it was shocked me because, like I said, I turned on the game, and the first thing I said when I, we was talking on the Slack channel was, Kev, man, they're, they're out there being competitive. I think at that time it was 44-42. And I looked up, they go on a 10 or 15-point run, and I was like, oh, my goodness. You know, what is actually going on? And they were making good shots. You know, it wasn't like it was making hard shots. They were making selective, good, hot potato, work the ball through, allow everybody to touch the basketball shots. Right. So, so I think that needs to transition into our starting rotation because come playoff basketball, we're going to need players to step up across the board. You know, and that's that's the last topic of our show this evening. What player will you need to step up to do what he needs to do in this first round series? Looking like it's going to be the New York Knicks for this five seed. So what do you think the Cavs need to do in order to capitalize on an opportunity to get out of the first series and move on to the second round? You you want me to pick one person? Yeah, you can pick one person. You can say a team concept. What do you think the Cavs me, need yeah. to do? Let me give you a person and give you a con. Let me give you a concept and give you a person. Got you. I think team wise, the Cavs need to play solid defense and 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 own the boards. Mm. With Allen and Mobley in there, they need to own the boards. Mm. 
10-plus rebounding edge every game will guarantee a win. 8 to 10 plus rebounding edge. 8 to 10. I'll say 8 to 10. 10 is high, but 8 to 10. Got you. Um, and the second part of that, the player I need, I need, I need Jared Allen to give me 14 and 12. Yeah. Which is doable. Which, which is, is doable. 14 and 12 with two blocks. I need Jared Allen to give me that. And stay out of foul trouble. Definitely stay out of foul trouble. Yeah, I don't see the Knicks. I mean, I don't think uh Mitchell Robinson should get him in foul trouble. You know he's a he's a he's a, a baseline slider in that dunker spot. He's not a post up guy. Right. You shouldn't get foul trouble guard Mitchell Robinson. Right. He has to switch out. Is Randall coming back? Do you know? Um, he's still a he's still a playoff decision. It was a two week evaluation for him, and so two weeks would actually be the the first week of the first set of games in the playoff series. So it depends on how we fall. If we fall, well, we're going to play the early series based on after the playing games. He possibly could be back and playing for the playoffs, but he's still in evaluation mode for the New York Knicks. So the first playoff game to the 15th, so it could be the 15th or the 16th. We don't know mm -hmm. yet. Right, correct. But now if you had to guard, step out and switch off and guard a healthy uh, Julius Randle, he, I could see him drawing some fouls, but he need to give me 12 boards and 12 to 14 points with two blocks. That's what I need from from I need Allen to average that. Yeah. I I tell you one thing that I need the Cavs, I need to see the Cavs do. I think they need to eliminate Brunson being the star for the Knicks during the playoff series. I think we can live with Randall scoring 24 to 28 points per game. I think we can live with that. But I think we cannot live with with Brunson getting between 20 and 25 a game. That would hurt us tremendously. That'll be, be Okoro's assignment. He'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. We that and that's where, where you're talking about that deep defense fluidity and those guys getting out there and locking down certain players to do what they need to do. That's what needs to happen with the Cavs moving moving forward in the playoff series. They have to be fluid defensively to be able to switch out and stop those players. Because let's face it, Josh Hart and Randall feed off of Brunson. You know, if Brunson is out there playing, Josh Hart and 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 uh, Randall will have good and great games sometimes. So, right. so I think our number one target or number one shutdown and stop is Brunson for the playoff run. That's a bit. You got to cut off the head of the snake. I mean, he's the head of that of that or that train. He's the driver of that bus in, in New York. Yeah, for sure. As he goes, they go. They slow him down. Make somebody else play. Make make somebody else make shots. Gets tougher. Yeah, for sure. No doubt about it, man. Hey, so as we get up out of here, Tate, give me your parting shots for that Rather Cavaliers podcast this evening. Man, just just so everybody be sure to to uh, download and listen to wherever you listen to your audio podcast, like Big G said and open, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and wherever, wherever you listen to your audio podcast. Just just download, undownload, re-download. Just get us get us up there. This is the FSSN Sports Network. Uh, if you're just a fan of football, check us out on the Steeler Steel Curtain Network. We do a show on the Steeler Network called The Homies on Friday Nights. You be sure to check out our regular podcast. You get this on the audio, FSSN. You get the YouTube version of this on obviously on YouTube, <laughs> on uh, on the Know-It-Alls channel. And yeah, just, just check out, check us out in all these spaces and places, man. We're here to bring content, sports, knowledge, and just have fun talking, talking to all our favorite teams with our, with our fan, with our fans. 
for sure, for sure. Hey, so as we get out of here, this is my parting shot. I believe that the Cavaliers will win the first series against the New York Knicks 4-2 and move on to the Eastern Conference semifinals. I, wow. I see that happening. I believe a 4-2 win. And, and this will be the first round of battle-tested rule for the Cleveland Cavaliers to develop a team that can actually contend for the for Eastern Conference. I don't think it's going to be this year, but you never know. Anything can happen with the Cleveland Cavaliers. But I'm cheering with them, and I'm riding with them no matter what. So as we move yeah, 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 for sure. As we move out, thank you again for joining us on a Fans First Sports Network, That Rabber Cavalier. For your boy Big G and for your Tate, we're out of here. Peace.